And we're back. We are. Go ahead, laugh at me. Why? I have no reason to laugh. You haven't done anything that's funny. <laughs> I was just kind of shocked that the the other little box after I clicked the button come up on the other monitor. That's all. I've just um, made just some thought, computer adjustments. Yeah, I mean, I need. I didn't even get an attaboy for knowing how to get it to where I could actually see it and maintain and do what I had to do. We're almost thirty episodes in, and you've been doing it for most of them. Yeah, but you changed. Now things. we've set an expectation. Yes. There's an expectation. I always deserve my accolades. That's not the expectation. <laughs> that is not the expectation. We are not here to build people up. Oh, really? No. Not our motto was no, don't be a dick. No. That, <laughs> I wasn't a dick. I was not. At no point did I fit that moniker. The lack of well, your, celebration. Your definition of that moniker. Well, okay. Fair enough. But... I never once was rude to you. The fact that you are now claiming me to be rude by not giving accolades. I guess didn't claim what? you were rude. I just said you were a dick. You know what? Well, that's fine. I understand that I could totally be that from time to time, and I'm okay with that because that's part of why this whole thing exists. But I have a serious problem now that you've done it, and I don't normally like to talk about work, but because of where I work, and maybe some of them listen, but I'm to the point now I don't care. Oh really? You have <laughs> we started, made it there. You have started me down this road. Okay, with something that frets so, me to no end. He's Josh. I'm Kenny. We're gonna walk down fret circle. We're we're gonna take we're gonna take a stroll down the rantway. Down the rantway. All and, right, rantway. And, we're gonna exit on to the bitching highway. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna need to go to the expressway. <laughs> this will be quick. There is a thing that I have started to see happen. In my office, and I, it's happened in other places too, so this isn't exclusively to my current profession. It's just this is the one that's the most rampant for me. I work in radio. It happens. There's a network of people. There's a sales team. There's on-air staff. And we are still fortunate enough that there's no belief. There, a lot of times in stations now that aren't your big major network stations where on-air does sales. We are still in a position where that's separate. I'm fine with that. Whatever. I'm good either way. I enjoy what I do. However, there is something that happens that frets me to no end. And it's when someone on the sales team, and I understand that they're working hard. No harm, no foul. Please don't take this personally. But I don't need an email when you spell it, sell a sponsor for something. I understand you want to share it amongst yourselves. So the rest of the team, if it's a multi-sponsored thing, you don't, that way you know a spot's taken. I understand that and I get it. But we have found ourselves in this loop of, I'm not going to congratulate you for doing your job. I don't, Send out any. It, it would be the same as me sending out an email going, "I finished my on-air shift." <laughs> That's what I was sitting over here thinking. I don't <laughs> send an email. I remember to hit the right button. I have a li- <laughs> yeah, like. I have a set list of tasks that needs to be done. At the end of the day, if I have done that set list of tasks, that was what I was tasked with. Good job, way to go. And guess what? That's what your paycheck's for. Now, if I do all of those things. And clean a bathroom, which is not on my normal job list, or haul off a load of trash because the dumpster's too full and we've got we've done some renovation, whatever, it needs to be gone. And somebody goes, Hey, thanks for doing that. I don't need an email to tell you that I've done it. If someone else sends out an email and says, Hey, big thanks to Josh for cleaning up the garage, da 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 da. Thank you, I appreciate that. That is an accolade above and beyond. Do not tell me. It's like, and I'm not to this point with my child yet because she's still learning verbiage and things of that nature. We're just getting into the talking. We're getting a lot of noise. Minimal um, recognized words, but we're getting a lot of chatter. And we celebrate when she does little things, but we're still in milestone mode. We are adults at work. I don't need to clap my hands and have a parade when you figured out how to use the potty. I don't need to do that. Did, like, it's, 
it's going to reach a point where if I start seeing those emails, I'm now going to stand outside the bathroom and ask if you washed your hands. Because that's the parent I'm going to wind See, up being. That would be that would be me at work. <laughs> hey, I sold I sold an ad today. Well, congratulations! Thanks for doing your job. I would be. See, that's the, the whole reason the moniker of "Don't be a dick" is here is because of me. It has nothing to do with I just, uh, And again, we we have this new promotion. I understand you want to let certain folks know that sponsors are allocated to this position. There is now one less spot to sell. I get that. And certain people that are on that chain need to know so they can keep those notes in their office. And, and it applies to all the different roles that they're in. I don't know why you send it to me. Reply all. Yes, but we don't. We do a horrible job of getting rid of emails of people that have retired, died, or left. So it would you'd get four hundred bounce back messages for people that are not. not you are correct there. <laughs> but I just, and again, I don't mean this to be rude. I just we've become desensitized to a lot of things and we've lived in a world for the last two and a half years where it's nothing but negative. It's been nothing but negative. There's been very little silver lining to any cloud. And so for a minute there, it was like a hey, great job. Well done. Let me tell you great job. Let me see that we've sold this and then send an email and go, Hey, way to go. You guys, this was fantastic. Don't send me an email that says, Hey, I time issues. <laughs> If you want a list of what I... Do you have any idea how many emails I'd send you in a day? I just... I don't understand I shook this only mindset. Yeah, right. <laughs> I peed and didn't splatter. I went to the... I remembered to flush the toilet. <laughs> Holy crap. Way to go. Total four squares this time. Right. <laughs> We're not even going to get into the economy of squares. I'm not doing that. That is that is a topic for a whole other day. I am not doing that because oh. there is an economy of squares, and I just I don't want to put our folks through that. And <laughs> there's an economy of squares. I just nice. There's a ratio. In there's my a house, ratio. you use what you need to use. Uh, pretty much. If we are skimping on that, that's that's. Well, if you're skimping there, you're going to be buying more pre-treat or. <laughs> a more expensive brand right. of detergent or just that more can clean up. those organic substances. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, try. if you want to be a gardener, be my guest. <laughs> Comes this point in time in, in which you can really mark up your entire budget in a bad way. Stop it! Stop! <laughs> you just you skid you straight should. through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, but, really, just a brown stain in the entire bank I know, account. I know, I know. I, <laughs> I think I I'm just, done. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't. There's a balanced joke, red versus black there. But then we start getting into some pretty physical issues, and you may need to see a doctor. So I, I feel like we should stick to Ooh. email. <laughs> But no, that's that's my rant oh, over. I I've, can take any conversation straight to the toilet. No, well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means you're not using any squares. Well, I just I rant over. I'm good. We'll we'll <laughs> close that book. It just well, since we're talking about work, and and this isn't going to be a rant. Um, no, 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 because we we try to keep those to a minute. And we're not going to go into the details of what I do. <laughs> Let's just say I work in the public sector. He's still waiting uh, on his but hooch. A, a Karen, apparently, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you have no clue. But anyway, every once in a while I have to change departments and do other stuff just because of the equipment I know how to operate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our... Our lovely city uh, does this whole let's let's clean up, fix up, paint up. They when we do it for a month, so they yeah. need they need additional people that can drive certain trucks, and I can drive the one that's got the crane on it and everything. And um, so we're picking up trash. So I I head out to pick up trash, and I did this for a month, and I make it almost a whole month without anything weird. Oh, because I well, was normally there, there's I normally was always something weird. 
Uh, because when you get to dealing with the public in in this particular manner, there's always something weird, uh, which you lie. know takes me back to the hooch stories. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I've been hope. I've been waiting for this particular day to podcast. <laughs> Because I'm like, I can't wait for that month to be over. Because I know there's going to be at least one. So there's so there is one, and believe it or not, this is not this is not a a it happened to a coworker. It, this one actually happened to me, real life. So this experience. is like a firsthand thing. So <laughs> the gist of the whole thing is it's 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 the one month you can pretty much just empty your house, and there's there's no fees and, and additional stuff. <laughs> For what you put there's, out, so, there's no square. Right, there's, there's no, no square, square limit. There's no economy thing. No, anyway, there's. <laughs> but you know, this is your opportunity to get rid of the old mattress, get you know the old TV. If if you're cleaning up after you know, mama, whomever, or you know maybe you inherited a, a house, member. and this is a good month to do that because there's no additional fees for stuff. Some of the some of the rules and regulations have been lifted, and then I I get to play. I I get to move over and and play. Uh, you're like trash Tetris. Yes, and uh, and what it is is I I drive Just a truck that it. has a crane on it and also a bed like a pickup, so I go in and I pick up the couches and things. By the way, it's fun to take the crane and tear up a couch. I mean, it's fun to pick up a couch and put it in the back of the truck. Anyway, yes, I can ball up a couch with this particular piece of equipment, like a piece of paper, and like sometimes that is a do. that that is like a stress release. Yeah. Oh yeah. But anyway, driving along doing my thing, and we're on the last full week. So we're on the countdown, and it, after a while, you know, I'm ready to get back to my department. Sure. So we're on the countdown. I drive up to this residence, and there's like a mound of trash bags and stuff out. And, you know, my first thought is, oh, boy, you know, this this could be messy because the bags split and everything. And I'm not exactly driving a truck where you can just pick them up and toss them in the back. I kind of have to use the crane for this because, you know, the truck's like 18 feet tall. Uh, that's actually wrong. It's more like 12 and a half. But anyway, when about, about fifth tra- trash bag you try to throw over the top, it feels You're like tired. it's 30. Yeah. But anyway, so I reach in, grab just, you know, a handful basically. Just throw the crane in there, grab whatever I can grab, go to pick up. Well, one of the bags rips. DVDs went everywhere. Oh, no. So, you know, and I don't pay any attention to it because you know what? Bags rip. We're yeah, equipped yeah, yeah. with rakes, shovels, and all sorts of neat stuff so that we can clean up. You know, and and we don't necessarily have to rake your yard and make it pristine, but so you know we you do got, have to get the trash up. Had you gotten a new DVD rake? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, a fan rake works. Uh, but anyway, so you know, I'm doing, and I have to stand on this catwalk that's between the bed of the truck and the cab of the truck. That's where the controls are. Sure. So I can see what I'm doing. I can see the bed of the truck. And I'm going along, going along. Well, the DVDs just keep getting shuffled by the movement of everything else. And there had to be 40 or 50 DVDs. Okay. Well, I'm going over for another an, another grab at this, and I happen to look down. I'm like, oh, there's, there's a picture on that DVD. Not uncommon, I know. They put pictures on the, the actual on the disc. Inside. So you're wondering if they were like, you know, a scene from the movie or whatever. And I'm like, somebody's throwing <laughs> something away. Well, <laughs> I happen to realize this, this person was a guy and didn't have a shirt on. And I'm like, wow, somebody's, what is this? Some kind of like glamor shot thing that somebody did. Somebody's throwing away. Somebody's like <laughs> magic. Pictures Mike, or, Baywatch. What the hell? And so I go on about life, some more DVDs scatter. And I realize it's all guys. Oh, Oh, and none of them are dressed. Yes, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, somebody threw away their entire gay porn collection. This is amazing. And it happened to be on the day I know my route. <laughs> and that had to be the bag that opened up. So Destiny. In in one <laughs> in one swing of a crane. It is your destiny. Right? <laughs> In one swing of a crane, I turned an entire block into a sausage fest. Somebody I didn't threw, know that festival somebody, was happening. Yeah, right? Somebody uh, uh, either threw away their own or was cleaning out out behind somebody and threw away a rather healthy collection stop, of this kind stop. of horn. It's kind of, the bad part is, is I'm up there operating this crane and I realize that. You I, said healthy. I know. You said healthy. Just wait. That can be, take, <laughs> that can be taken in numerous ways. Just wait. I'm pretty sure it was taken in numerous ways, <laughs> judging by some of the pictures I saw. 
because now you're over here on the now you're sitting over here like I've got to clean this up because this, this is a neighborhood. Somebody's kid can come show? walking down here. I've done turned this entire street into a sausage fest. It's like a block party in which nobody brought anything but wieners. And here we go. So I'm the, I am literally taking this crane that is designed to pick up like four cubic feet of stuff and trying to pick up DVDs so that I do not have to get off the because the you last thing I wanted to do was get down off the truck and have to pick these things up and sling them in the back of this truck. <laughs> so we get down to like the last five, and I can't, I can't pick them. I can't do anything with the crane anymore. I mean, literally, it would be like picking up a a, a toy boat with like a I, huge crane designed to dredge a river or something. <laughs> this is just a moment so, I question your commitment. <laughs> You're, the hey, only thing hey, I was committed hey, to you're a city was employee, damn I'm it. looking. You'll around. do this kind of stuff for all day right. long if you need to. I was looking around, and I, you know, you can hear kids playing and everything. <laughs> and the last thing I needed was for some grandma to be walking her kid down the, past this house, <laughs> and here's five DVDs with fifteen schlongs out. <laughs> I mean, how do you explain that to your kid? Oh, those those guys were just happy to be on the cover of the DVD, there, darling. I mean, how do you explain that to your kid? They're kickstands. No, 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 no. They're kicks. That's Photoshop right there. I mean, how do you explain that? I mean, I well, for what it's worth, it would take a certain type and persona to freely kickstand. And of course, I don't want to do that. It's not funny. Now, now you got to realize that since since stuff like this doesn't really bother me. No, of course, I Snapchatted. A lot of people I work with. I mean, I just cut the video on and just told them what happened. Got a little bit more crude with it and and just sent it out. And, of course, one of those people happened to be my wife. And she's like, so what road were you on? I went Penile Lane. Where do you think I was? I just, I just need to know, in this moment, the, I, I'm, I'm, you've talked about the overwhelming thousand-foot view of this situation. The one real grueling question for me in this moment was anybody home? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Can you imagine? Like, and you know what? Had they been home, had they been home, I might would have looked down, looked over, smiled, and made the crane go straight up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just in that moment, it, it strikes me is that this could have been an episode of Pumped. <laughs> like there's a film crew in the house watching you or an impractical joker. I, I did take a moment to look around to make sure that none of my coworkers were like there with their cameras. Uh, but oh, no, yeah. I didn't see anybody at home. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I kind of, you, you know, you do and don't pay attention when you're picking stuff up. Because the only other thing I can think of is you've made it to the last four or five. You have resigned yourself to having to pick them up. And you've been down, pick them up. And as you are prepared to make the heave into the bed of the truck from the front door here, you... Uh, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> I did not Mr. frisbee. Trash man. I, I, <laughs> uh, let me just go ahead and make sure that I am dead square. I am straight. I did not frisbee. Oh, I did not frisbee the phalluses into the back of the truck. I just because you could have shot over. I mean, you know, <laughs> next thing you know, you're beaning somebody in the head. <laughs> I mean, just dicks be raining down from heaven or whatever. I mean, you know, really, the weather girls weren't wrong. <laughs> The other girls weren't wrong. It's raining men, and the other men want to get in on it. But anyway, no, oh I, I actually put the bucket down and rested it on the ground and tossed them all in the bucket. And <laughs> threw it up. Oh, your God. Mind, yeah, and when I say bucket, I mean little crane. I, I actually set the crane down and just kind of tossed <laughs> the everything angle. in there. Your modesty is amazing. Kudos, oh, sir. <laughs> Kudos nothing. I can. I refer to that road as Dick Lane now. It was a real phallic situation. <laughs> I just... I feel like being in that position in that moment, knowing some of the other stories that you've shared... I would that would be something I would worry about throwing out. Like there is no risk for that. That is a double bagger situation. <laughs> That's a triple but bagger also, situation. But it also has it also begs more questions. Did they upgrade? I don't. I didn't ask. <laughs> Was this an older family member that no? You know, it just. 
there, there is more of the story. I know, it was a tenant, for all I know, it was a tenant situation, and the landlord was kicking it out. I think you're going to I think for the betterment of this podcast, you're going to have to go back and do some more. No, digging. I will not go. I will not go back to, uh, I will not go back to Ball I, Circle. I think you need to do some more digging. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. absolutely it not. I don't like driving. I don't like driving up you that road now. You can't look at that house PTSD. ever again. <laughs> <laughs> did you I say, now know stuff about that neighborhood. I don't need to know. Did you say PTSD? <laughs> did you really just <laughs> Oh Lord! Oh my God! And that's not to make light of PTSD, by the way. It's just <laughs> no. It's just us being stupid. Because right. trust me, wow, this is not going to happen. But to so many people, everybody do, else on the planet would have gotten straight porn. This is your. This is your hooch. <laughs> just, this yeah, is this your is, hooch. No, it was there was no hooch involved at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean this. This is just was your moment. straight up. This was straight up a boneyard. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Oh, oh. That is not that is not what should have followed a rant and then still leave time left. You need to finish with that story. I, oh, finish with that story. You should no, there, open there was that no story. reason for me to finish anything. I was not impressed. Not doing that. Not, I am. Not doing this. See, that's why I let out with it because now no. anything else we talk about. The rest of the way. The rest of the way. My favorite part is you've completely ruled out that that's what she said joke. <laughs> What are we going to talk, call this? Rants and wieners? <laughs> I nope. Oh, We're just going to stick. You're going to pull something out of your bag for that one? Nope. <laughs> nope. Got nothing for it. Oh Lord, have mercy. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. What I do for a living. <laughs> like I can understand how some of that stuff would just be absolutely horrendous. Clearing out an old home. I, like I, you know, in that toilets and that in kind that of stuff. moment, and, I actually had this whole thought for landlords, uh, and I'm right. I'm just gonna do it from that from that point of view, and, <laughs> and yeah, this is all I make it hilarious. It was actually kind of embarrassing. Well, sure, uh, I, I make it all hilarious because now it's hilarious. But at that moment, I mean, I'm I'm oh, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not gay, so you know when when I realized. What I was looking at, you know, the pictures that were on the covers of these. I mean, these were professionally bought. Professionally bought. These were actually like store-bought stuff. It's not like somebody recorded it off the internet. So, you know, the DVDs had, stu- anyway, pictures and everything. And we'll just go there. So for Cover me. art for is me, the yeah, proper term. That was, I was having a hard time with that. Yes, you were. <laughs> they were having a harder I, time. But anyway, mm, he's trying his mm, best not to give me nope. any openings Mm-mm. whatsoever. Mm-mm. But. At any rate, I mean, there for an instant, it was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I can, uh, because I, can I mean, it's that. not like I—it's not like I do not understand what all that is, and I, it's not like I never knew that any of that existed. It was like right. in that minute, there's like fifty of them staring at me, and it's like it's holy an cow. audience you didn't ask yeah, exactly. For. And it's like when you when they say, "Imagine your audience naked," that is not what you want to do. It's <laughs> not what I want to do anyway. But Ken you know, was getting ready for the podcast. You have it. <laughs> Honestly, one of the thoughts that I had when all that was over and I was driving off, I was like, I cannot wait to record. I, <laughs> but anyway, as a, and I'm not a landlord either, but I have friends who own rental property. And now wow. you have to now you have to consider something brand new. You own rental property. And you just put yourself in this situation. You own okay. rental property. You get a phone call. That maybe the person's ditching. Maybe the person has passed. But you get a phone call and it's like, we're done. We're not cleaning out any more of the house. Just keep your deposit. And you go over there and you have to take care of what's left. Oh. And you run into this. That's that was a whale of a library. I mean, I mean, it, it, it was a lot of DVDs. Yeah. And they weren't exactly in the boxes. So you. You run into this as a landlord. Now, all of a sudden, you're learning stuff about people, whether they be alive, dead, or just skipping out on your rent. Now, you are learning something about somebody. That's a very telling moment. Yes. Now, I've moved a lot in my lifetime. Not as, as much as an adult, but as a, as a kid, we moved around a lot. Right. And it was nothing for us to move into a house that still had boxes in the basement or still had boxes in the attic. 
And I always, you know, just kind of wondered why Dad didn't rifle through the stuff. Dad would just put the stuff out to be picked up. And now I'm starting to, to understand why. You don't really want to know what got left behind. That also means, see, the, the sadistic side of me in this moment is going, I could really fuck with the next person that lives here. Like, you could make a game of this in, in its own weird, twisted way. Because you normally want to take everything out. You take everything out. When people come in and see a house or whatever, that most of the time it's been lived in, realtors will tell you to take your photos out because you want them to envision them living there. Yeah, you take anything personal. You put, put the paperwork's done. It's your last day. You've cleaned out everything. You're moving out. You could stage like a seance in another room <laughs> and just leave it and just leave it because we've oh. talked, we, but if you remember, we talked about this early on when I was moving, when I moved out of my parents' house for the first oh, time. Yeah. Into my the own attic house, at your old the house attic where there is a hobby horse and a baby rocking chair. And I went, Nope. That stuff and I just never, stay right where it is. Guess what? It was there for the next couple that moved in, too. I never went into that attic, I've that only, attic ever again. We've only sold one house. You know, we've, we've only owned two houses, but you know, our first house, when we sold it, we were living there while it was being shown. And so it was kind of difficult for us to take the personal side out of it. Right. We did our best. Uh, and we, I mean, we thinned out because everybody ends up with too much. Always. Um, but when we moved... I was the one that went up in the attic to make sure that there was not even an empty box left. I went through everything, the closets, the, sure. the top closet shelves, every everything everywhere. And I, it might be the history of me moving around so much that I was just like, let me make sure I've got everything. Right. Let me just make sure I've got everything. And you hear horror stories. People running across all sorts of interesting things uh, from satanic stuff to... Yeah. You know, headless dolls uh, and apparently <laughs> DVDs. But anyway, well, and that that there's also the the fun windfall side of that, where um, a family member passed away, and so as the family was doing an estate sale, somebody came and bought the couch, and when they got home, they took all the cushions off because they were going to steam the whole thing, and and you know, it's still in good condition, but it's still somebody's furniture coming into my house. I clean it first, yada, yada, yada. If I'm not buying it new, I'm going to give it a good steam clean, oh, yeah. whatever. Absolutely. Yada, yada. I mean, that's human nature. And, and, yeah, there's, there's nothing. There's absolutely so, that. There's a whole lot of right with that. Right. So they go to pull the cushions off the couch, 30 grand oh, under a cushion. Wow. And so they're like, now what? You know, and, and this will lead us to a different topic I, that I'm somewhat intrigued with. I would with. be stuck in a moral dilemma. <laughs> I would too. Because there would be this consistent well, loop. It would be like the circle of death going but, on in my head. <laughs> but let's remember, the person that bought this at an estate sale for a deceased relative and the family did not know that it was there. So they don't know they're missing anything. Yeah, but what if the family is like really in need of it? Right. So this story in particular, and I, I love this story, and I actually, I actually talked about it, is the person goes back because i mean they they bought the couch took it home and decided i mean it was still the same day it was i mean they were immediately like if i find it they had to have done this before to have been prepped to go i'm gonna go get that couch you know i found something bring it home i prepped to steam it it's obvious they had done these estate sale things before so they immediately load this money up and take it back they kept the couch because they paid for the couch but they loaded it up and took the money back to the person. And at that point, the family was like, oh, my God. Like, completely over the top, completely in awe, had no idea that it was there. And so, of that thirty grand, they gave the person five grand of it. So, it still wound up with a windfall. Well, see, on, still, on, and I just, again, it's a whole lot of positivity and paying it yeah, forward. And on, I'm here for that. On the side of, you bought my couch... And you come back and say, hey, your, your mom or your grandma or whatever stuffed $30,000 in here. Here's your $30,000 back. Yeah, I would probably count out. Five grand is a good number. I would probably have counted that out in a heartbeat and go, here, thanks for being the most honest person on the right. planet. But And then they would have drove off, and my first thought would have been, well, was it 30 grand or was it 40? <laughs> but, you know, anyway. No. Because, I, I mean, that, but. I hear that, you. I bought the couch, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, 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 I'm counting going, I could keep this. 
And see, I that would be my moral dilemma. It would be like I bought the couch. This money is now mine. Human nature says you yeah. have that dilemma. The fact that the folks that don't have the dilemma on either side of the coin, good or bad, the fa- the folks that don't have any sort of dilemma and at least debate it, to me, are the worst kind of people. Well, see, my I think. I, I don't trust I would, the person who doesn't at least debate it. Where I would end up... Even the people would, that just immediately go, that's not ours, and give it all back? No, 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 no. Something's I, wrong with you I too. think where I would end up, after I counted it three times, I think I would end up with the whole... They were having an estate sale. What if they're struggling to pay off final bills? Right. Because you, you're going to leave bills behind. Let's face it, folks. You're going to leave bills behind because you don't know when that moment's going to happen, so you yep. can't go pay that credit card off tomorrow. You're going to leave bills behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've heard of people just bought a car. Die. All right. Now, now there's a car. Now you got payment. a car to pay for. Yep. And yeah, you can debt bankrupt. In a, you can bankrupt an estate. It no, it doesn't. And you can bankrupt an estate, but that still takes money to make that happen. So what if the family? That would be where I would end up. What if the family was having this sale right. because they could not afford the final expenses? Because when you when you're looking at an estate sale, most of the time they're happening in the house. Right. So everything's just been marked for sale. And it's coming straight out of the house. So that means the family's already taken the personal stuff, the stuff that they want to keep. You know, the little China doll that's been handed down for the 15th generation now. That kind of stuff's already been pulled out and being kept. Everything else is being sold, not necessarily to pocket. Right. It could be to to finalize, you know, the, the lifetime. So that's where I would go with that. But yeah, I would count it about three or four times. I, I would have to study on it. I mean, and I, I'll be honest enough to say, I would take it back hoping that they could spare basically a finder's fee. You know, I, I I would take it back hoping that they gave me a little bit of it. But if they took it and said, oh, my God, thank you. This is gonna this is exactly what we needed to finish off. I need a, I need a story to justify not having anything put back in my pocket. Um, I would need, not, and I don't mean some sob story. I mean, I just, I'm going to need a rationale. Before when I walk away from that situation and not go, well, you get if, if you hand it to, if you hand it to somebody and there they stand with their siblings and they all break out in tears. But there, there's your story, right? Because and that means they they knew somewhere, mom, totally. dad, whoever tucked money away and they weren't right. able to find it, right? Uh, but I'm going to tell you, I, I've cleaned out behind a relative before, and I know that relative had a a habit of tucking money, and that relative knew where they tucked money. You've told we, me this story yes, before. Yes, we found several hundred in books. Yep. Uh, we found, uh, I think all total, it was close to $1,000 that we found. But it was spread out between favorite books mm-hmm. and birthday cards, where the, the five or ten was just put right back in the card and then set in, in the keepsake place. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was, it was actually... Both surprising and not surprising. Sure. Because we knew the person had the habit. Right. Uh, but we didn't know how many times did they go clean that out and put it in their bank account and stuff like that. I mean, my wife did that one time. She hid some money in one of her wallets, quit using the wallet. Well, she decided to go through her wallets and everything, and she's sitting over there literally putting her hand in every little pocket, opening every zipper, looking down in it. She found like $250. And all it was is she was just tucking, she just had tucked some money aside. Yeah. And she used that particular compartment on that particular wallet. And she literally, I'm not going to say completely forgot about it, but whatever she had tucked it away for or intended to use it for did not come to fruition. Right. So it ended up just staying there. Uh, and I know a lot of people that do that. They have an envelope or, well, let's just go, we'll say coffee can. I know a lot of people that have a coffee can where they tuck money away for Christmas, uh, vacation. And I mean, it's and it's, yeah. it's the change. Uh, I, I know a person that if they, pay with, if they pay with cash and they get a $5 bill back in change, that five goes in a specific spot because at the end of the year, that's going to be the Christmas money. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the Christmas money is $1,000. Well, if you look to your left there, any and all change down on the floor. I, now, I do debit card for the most part, but I do occasionally have cash. If I'm going to a place that I know requires cash or they only do cash, any change I get back goes right in that jar. Now, the jar's purpose has changed over the years. When I was younger, it was my poker money because my dad and his buddies would play for quarters, dimes, and nickels. So... Nobody carries quarters, dimes, and nickels to play cards. So we all had one of those, and we played for change. But, you know, once that pretty much kind of tapered off, it's now just become 
change, and it'll take me years to fill that thing up. Yeah. But when I do, Merry Christmas. We used to, uh, we had a a little bank that we used to keep on on our bar at, at home. We actually started calling it the cuss jar because you know, <laughs> I had all these college age kids that would come in and out of the house from church, and we didn't necessarily want, shall we say, compound words being thrown around our 12, 13 year old. So totally we actually it. put that out there and told them, you know, if you say it, we're going to expect a dollar. Well, that money was always the kids, our kids, not those kids. No, no, I So got a lot of times we would empty our pockets into that. And then when it got too full to put something into, we'd pull it out, we'd count it up, and it went in her bank account. Sure. That was one of the ways that she had gas and fun money when she was a teenager. Totally. And, that, and it transferred over to college. She came home from college one time and was counting out quarters. I'm like... What are you doing? Well, my you know my friends are going over here, and I want to go, and I don't have any money. And I'm like, well, look, you dropped a twenty, <laughs> right? But, but I mean, it was just always hers. And now that she's you know gone, she doesn't live with us anymore. We'd still kind of have a habit of every once in a while we dump change over in it. We count it out. We'll go buy Christmas, whatever. It's not and sure. it's usually not hundreds of dollars, but sometimes it's that ten bucks that you need to take with you. And by the way, people. The world might be going card, but when I vacation, I keep cash on me. One of the things I like to do when I vacation is visit flea markets and produce stands. And a lot of those places are not doing Foursquare and stuff anymore. Right. Or yet. Let me use the word yet. It's probably a um, mixture of yet or anymore. Yeah, and it's it's a case of... it. You know, some of these vendors are not large enough to afford the right the stuff. Some of these vendors just don't want to get into it. And I'm going to tell you, when you're planning on cooking, and I camp, so I cook. When you're planning on cooking and you're on vacation, having some cash on you is great because it's you can always find a farmer's market or a produce stand. Sure. I have gone into, into towns just to pick up a bag of ice and have realized that there's this big festival going on. Now you're looking at, oh, I need to go to an ATM that's outside of my network, which is going to cost me money to get my money. No. So, yeah, I, I'm on board. I, yeah. I, I tuck money here and there. That's not an invitation to go rifling through my house, people. No. and <laughs> You won't find but I it. Just, <laughs> it's moments like that that it, it just makes you have... It's a gut check on who you are as a person, to me. Like, the... I... I God, I can't do it. I can't make this. I can't make this reference right now, and it frets me that I can't because you haven't seen it and won't appreciate it the same way, because it makes perfect sense in this moment. Um, so I'm just gonna just not because you haven't seen Deadpool and take away a great moral okay. because you haven't seen it yet. I tried. What I actually how the hell did you just try? Try because none of my streaming services has it. All you had to do was say something. Something. Done. You'll carry it with you when you leave today. Because none of... I we think. were going to watch... it. We, we literally... We were looking for something to do last weekend. And you asked my wife. I went through every streaming service we had. And I'm going to be real honest. I was being a tightwad. The only way I was going to be able to get it was pay-per-view. And I really didn't want to spend the same amount for it that I could have bought the DVD for. Do you not have Amazon Prime? I do not. Okay. I, I don't have... Oh, I'm going to say this out loud. I share an account with someone else. But I don't think... There's nothing I, wrong with that. Okay, yeah, but my TV's not set up for their their video account. Okay. So, That's fine. But that was the thing. I, we, we were actually going to watch it, even talk the wife into sitting through it, even though I couldn't tell her two hoots and hell about what it was about. Uh, you don't have to. So you it was like, and she was laugh. on board, and we looked everywhere, and we I, could not find it on any of our streaming services. I'm pretty sure I have so, it. You will take it with you today. So that did not happen. Uh, At least you've tried, and I will I'm, give you. A I pass. made an attempt. Uh, we ended up going through the newest releases from J.K. Rowling. Have not made it to uh, the Dumbledore movie yet, but we took care of the Crimes of Grindelwald, both of those movies, the I Fantastic have not seen Beast those movies. Yet. I haven't seen those yet. I um, want to see those. Pretty good, actually. I, I liked it. It was it. I could label it as a prequel. Yeah, I think that was uh, because you know some of these people are younger, and you get you get hints of them, um, like Dumbledore and McGonagall. You get hints of them, and you're you're getting into familiar family names. Yeah, but I like the way that they were both written, and I, I really enjoyed them. Uh, but we haven't watched the Fantastic Beast Dumbledore movie yet. That's, That's the only one we haven't watched yet. 
Um, and no, I have not started Stranger Things season four yet. And I loved the first three seasons. My wife loved the first three seasons. And even yesterday, last night, it was it was a chill Friday night for us, and we were looking at it. We were looking at it, and we were like, "Let's finish something up first that we've been watching. Let's let's because we had a couple of things out there, uh, like Troll Hunters, The Tales of Arcadia. We had like two more episodes to watch. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> did it again. Went to my streaming service. Went to hunt down that particular show. Oh, there it is. Click. Comes on, does a recap, and it's like, I don't remember any of that. And next thing you know, I've watched an entire movie out of sequence with the rest of the crap. But I did finish up the two the two episodes we had left. And by the way, I've got yet another movie. There's like this three-season thing. Sure. And then three movies to this whole Tales of Arcadia thing. Right. And they're based on books. I didn't realize that until I watched the last episode. Of, <laughs> but that's what we I, wanted to do last night was just like finish up something we'd been watching. Because we got a lot of different things that in which something new is finally yeah. coming out. And we're like, can we finish up... I, see, and quit I, having 15 things that we've got two episodes left to watch. I have had that happen with an audiobook. I listened to an audiobook, and I didn't make the complaint to the folks at Audible, um, but either that or they're reading my mind, because about the time I finished that book, told my parents about that book, they bought the hard copy, read it, and inside the back cover it says... If you haven't gotten copies of da 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 da, this this is the prequel, and I'm like, damn well, it, son this, of is, gun. this is book this is book three. There are books I, one and two. Now, granted, credit to the author, book three was great by itself without having any backstory. He well, did a great job, but books one and two. So I I in my head I'm going, damn it, it would have been really nice if that had been a thing. Audible, credit to them, say. In their literature, here's the title, da-da-da-da. Whatever the series is, whatever the book is. it's all, they'll, They will now tell you where it falls in the book series, so I don't have to go look. Well, all of these, first of all... But this, all these streaming services, that should be a yeah, feature. This this whole Tales of Arcadia thing, um, it, it's based on books. Right. Oh, can't, I'd have to look it all up to tell you who and what and everything, but... They're based on books, but it's a Netflix and DreamWorks kind of partnered together to get Ooh. this out there. So it's it's like a CGI cartoon, okay, and it's really good. Kelsey Grammer's one of the voices. Uh, That's enough the, for me to at least consider it. The late Anton Yelchin voiced one of the main characters. Now he played in Star Trek: uh, The Reboots. He played yeah. Chekhov. Yep. And um, anyway, we have watched it completely out of order. But even the movie we watched out of order last night, because they did a summation at the beginning, you were good. We were good to go, and we 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 knew we were in the wrong spot. And I'm like, you want to cut this off and get no? Let's just watch the okay. We'll watch. We enjoyed it, and then I'm going through looking for something else to watch. Well, looking for what I wanted to to find to begin with, found it. But in the process, I realized that I had already bookmarked, added to my list, whatever. Yet another movie based on this, and my wife's looking just looking at the cover, basically, on the TV, and she goes, well, that's going to explain at least two characters we didn't know about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We'll have to watch that now and just get it done so we can say we've watched the whole season. Right. But the way it was done, had you run across that, read the synopsis, and went, hey, th- this is what I'm looking for tonight, you could have watched it and not been completely lost. I will say that. In, in, in the same manner, uh, and I, I don't I say none of this to spoil. Please understand that. The new Top Gun movie, you don't need to have seen the first. They did an excellent job. Will it be better for you to have seen the first to appreciate the second? Yes, but it is not a requirement. See, and that's... I that tell, movie is fan I tell fantastic. everybody that about the Star Trek reboot. Yes. And um, you've told me about that. Told yes, me that. the Mandalorian, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. You do not really need the background info on those characters in order to watch those series. I so still have not watched the Book of Boba. If Fett. If you're new to, there's, to my knowledge, there's only one season. It out. is. It just came out um, last fall. If you're new to the Star Wars world and you've been introduced to it because of these things, you're not hurting. It's going to be a hell of an introduction, by yes. the way, and a wonderful um, time for you. 
I can also tell you that as you backtrack into the other stuff because you're really enjoying it, you're going to be disappointed with a few things. And that goes, and I will say that about Star Trek too. Yeah. And and yes, I, I consider myself the hybrid that likes the bo- likes them both equally. Um, because typically you have a, I like Star Wars, but I love Star Trek, or I like Star Trek, I love Star Wars, or you have the That's whole, me. or you have the whole, nope, mine's the only franchise there is. Nah. But you can watch the J.J. Abrams reboots uh, of Star Trek and not really, you do not really need the background right. of the other 49 years of Star Trek, actually more than that. But you don't right. really need the yeah. background. Um so it's great to know that a whole new generation can appreciate Top Gun without oh, having to Lord, go back. Yes. Because and as much as I joke, that is one of my favorite Cruise movies. Uh, that is actually one of my favorites that he did. I, I liked Days of Thunder, but Top Gun was like... Since, since we're on that moment, I also had a TikTok troll um, do a comparison who called the new Top Gun... Nothing more than a Star Wars movie. And I, when he first no. said it, bear with me, please. When he first said it, I almost just scrolled on to the next video because I didn't buy it. But I went, you know what? I love both. I will give you the conversation. So if I need to, I will jump in the comment section and shit all over you. I watched the thing in its entirety. Damn it, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Without having seen it, I'm not going to break this down, and I don't want to offer spoilers, but I have saved it for whenever you do watch it, because I don't think you've seen it yet. No, I and, okay. and here's the thing. Um, it's My wife's going to hate me for saying this out loud. It's a long time, wrong time of the year for me to go to the theater. <laughs> well, you're, you're, in, you're in travel camp time. I totally I, uh, get that. Well, There's a window. Well, here's the thing. She actually would stand a chance of me going to a theater while we're camping if it's like raining or whatever. Right. But I am not a huge theater fan. I I, I don't like sharing my movie time with strangers. Okay. If you are not, I I need I I I do movies like on Sunday afternoons when very few people go to the movies. Okay. That was that was exactly the statement I was going to make in that moment. My father and I went. It was the two o'clock show on the Friday of the opening weekend. That's that theater seats nearly three hundred people. There were less than twenty in there for the opening weekend. Now that night it was stupid. I drove by, it was stupid. But matinee movies are not only a cost savings, but it is a personal space savings. Well, we did that with um, both Aquaman and Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, we yeah. went at the at the odd, I not necessarily the matinee time frame, but at an odd time frame. My wife loves going to the theater, and mm-hmm. I usually try to take her in and around her birthday. Uh, she actually gets doted on pretty heavy for her birthday because I will take her shopping and spend X amount of sure. money on her. And her birthday's close to Christmas, so sometimes she has to divide that up between birthday and Christmas. But I try to do the whole dinner and a movie thing. And she understands my dislike for sharing my movie time with the general public because I'm really hardcore. Don't talk through this, damn it. Because if I'm going to invest two plus hours of my time, I want to hear every word, every sigh, period. Yes. Uh, because, and especially at today's movie prices. So, but with yes. Top Gun out, along with a couple of other things that I want to see, I would actually have a hard time deciding. But now, if we were to go camping and it start raining, that's your heavily, I, I could see me looking for a close by theater in a heartbeat and saying, "Hey, let's 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 just go," because we've done that before. Uh, we we actually did that when we sure. took um, when we took our daughter to move in college. We went for a long weekend so we could kind of drive around town, find a few things, and um, while we were there, it's like let's go let's go catch a movie as a family. Uh, before all this is before we do all of this, and we went we had a great time, and again chose a matinee style movie. Uh, by the way, there's movie theaters that serve food and alcohol. Uh, oh yeah, we need one of those closer to here. Uh, but yeah, I and I love to give you shit about Top Gun just because it's fun. But I, I actually am I'm, I'm at that moment where if I were to have to choose right now, I think I would it would be the Circle of Death. And we've talked about I have difficulty with picking out movies. So I would be standing there when they go, what do you want to see? Uh, and two hours later, I'd still be standing there going, uh, 
because I wouldn't be able to make up my mind. Well, and we went at a good time because the most recent Jurassic Park movie didn't open until the next week. <laughs> uh, but that again, my my dad and I have a different connection. But see, you also there was a top. There were two so. big movies, huge, uh, coming out right there on the same day because Downton Abbey's got a new movie out and there is a cult following that's just as large as Star Trek, Star Wars, Top Gun. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a huge cult following just for that show. I wouldn't consider Top Gun a cult following because it was... I don't know. You guys received... But it was received... The movie itself, when it came out the first time, was received with critical acclaim. It got a ton of... It was a wide open, everybody wanted to be a part of it. It, it, To me, cult classics are defined as those that we didn't really appreciate in the moment. Those that loved it, loved it. Those that didn't were like, meh. And then as it aged, it's gotten better. And then the fan base gets better because the cult shares it with their people who appreciate it. To me, that's a cult he's, following. He's just defined why they were able to make a new movie and it be so popular on its opening day. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all that. Just not going to bring that up to him because he really doesn't want it to have a cult following, even though it does. And back to you, Josh. Fair enough. I just... When I, I guess when He's I think got the both phrase, of them ready, and I'm not going to get my point. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. I just, when I think of movies, that, and I didn't necessarily see, I didn't see the first one in When theater. most people say cult following going with a movie, there tends to be multiple movies. Whereas, we're just now getting a second Top Gun. Right. But... In all honesty, we had Top Gun and Iron Eagle almost at the same time, and Top Gun was way better, way more critically acclaimed, and did way better, and has continued. And and a lot of times when I say that there's a cult following, I do that because I can see the regularity it's being aired on TV. Okay. The more you're bringing this back that. means that there there is a popularity to it. There is there is a desire for it to be there because the networks have to sell the airtime around this. Well, but when I say, I guess, and, and that's somewhat the difference between your definition of cult following and mine, is yours is the constant rotation. And to me, I think of that as a good movie. It plays a good movie. I'm thinking of the ones that were great but didn't necessarily get the full public buy-in. It had a little a little edge to it. Like, and I, again, I was not there when it was in theaters, at least not that I remember. I didn't see this one in the theater for the first time. Pulp Fiction was another Oh, one. I hated Pulp Fiction. But see, there, but, but see, there that's you the have thing. to go, there you have to go with, if you're going to, if you're going to use that as your cult following, then that, that actually means that you have to do it at, as the, the, the sternest definition of cult. You have a group of people that are into that particular thing. It's just like the Kill Bill series. Uh, you have a group of people that are into yes. that particular thing. And that that's the thing. I'm not going to try to divine cult because I'd have to look it up to be completely no, 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 honest no, no. with it. But but you do have a... But you, I think you understand we're on yeah, two I sides of this but with the same idea. Yeah, it, and, I, and I get what you're trying to say, but I also I have to wonder if because you're in the the cult that really loved Top Gun and everything, but I, I have know to wonder that if you hated it. Yeah, I have to wonder if you you're kind of biased to the fact of we can't call this a cult following because you're also a, a big fan of Star Wars, but you're willing to call that a cult following. But that that particular group of people what? are into buying the toys and the T-shirts and all of this stuff. You know, Spaceballs the movie, Spaceballs the lunchbox, Spaceballs. <laughs> anyway. You didn't get all of that with Top Gun. There were some T-shirts and and yeah, some, yeah. there was some merchandising there yeah. in and around it, but it has not stayed. I'm sure somewhere there is a collector. Oh, I'm that's sure. got everything. Absolutely, and that's where you start looking at the whole when you're going to use the the word cult part of it, um, because that's 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 a group of people that are all about that one particular thing. Maybe that's. And I will I will take that and run with it a bit. The original 
three Star Wars movies probably had their own OG cult following. And yeah, then and those people have been pretty hard on a lot of the new movies coming out. That's the group I'm thinking of. Yeah, you, you got, well, you've got, there are some Star Trek fans that will eat me alive for even talking, talking about, about the reboot. Yes. And I, I think that's, when I say cult following, there's that. Your cinema nerds that believe in the effervescence of a performance, that's why and, I tend and this to is lean why on Webster's has this is why Webster's has words that have three and four different definitions. Absolutely. Because Because I think I think for both of us we're using the term appropriately. But in a different but fashion. But in a different fashion. Because those original Star Wars fans that only have the original three, only have the original da 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 and they don't acknowledge any of the rest of it because it's now become See, mainstream. I could not imagine enjoying that off. kind of stuff and denying myself the 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 privilege of watching it. And yeah, I'm going to say privilege even for the ones that sucked because it, I'm not going you know, to tell you, I don't they're... know that I was 100% happy about the Disney buyout. Uh no, I wasn't happy about the Disney buyout at all. Uh but anyway, there has been some junk and then there has been some good stuff. But Ooh. you also have to figure that when it was written, we got our first movie at book 3. No, yeah. book four. Well, and that's, yeah, because we got book four, five, and six before we got one, two, and three. Yes, but I think the other thing to consider in that moment, and I don't want to just linger on this, but I know, and I know we're getting close to being done. But this, this to me, there are two schools of this, and I think it again falls back into the old adage of book fan versus movie fan, because the literature was there. As the movies yep. came out, yep. and then there was this huge gap between the movies and waiting 20 or 30 years to come out with the prequels. And in that time, there were numerous books and stories and storylines and characters and all of this, that, and the other. And then they started over and went, and well, you didn't see, talk here's, about these. Here's, here's where a lot of people think that the Star Trek franchise is 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 dying it's not there's three new series on paramount plus right um there's talk of a fourth movie in the reboot series but got to get them all i back. have been reading novels and novellas all of my life right and back to we were talking about a series my wife ran across uh she was buying me the star star trek books uh-huh. just you know so that i would have a steady stream of my favorite thing and she ran across one, and she bought it. I read it, and I had got to the end of it, and I looked at her, and I went, there's more. She goes, well, I was wondering what the one on the side of the, the bind was. I'm like, there's four. At the time, there was Star Trek, the original series. There was Star Trek, the next generation, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, and Star Trek, Voyager. Yes. And she found a book. That was written by the and I think it was two authors that wrote the this series of novellas, and it was the same, shall we say, enemy for lack of a better term. Yes, that spanned all three, four of those <laughs> franchises in a okay. book series. So basically, we jumped because the original series was supposedly eighty years prior to the Next Generation, the Next Generation, and Deep Space Nine. And Voyager all existed at the same time. I did not now, know that till just now. Yes. Learned Deep, something new today. Deep Space Nine had its own set of troubles because it was actually a space station that was in orbit next to a wormhole that went to a different quadrant, could get you there in 20 seconds instead of 40,000 years. Uh, and yeah, I'm over-embellishing people. Just let it alone. Voyager was... Basically, the Gilligan's Island of Space, and it was one of my favorite in this in, in in the franchise. But they basically were transported to a quadrant that would have taken them seventy five years at the top speed of that ship to get back home. So now we have an enemy that not only spanned the eighty year difference between the original series to the next generation, but found the enemy again next to that wormhole at Deep Space Nine. Found the enemy again in the faraway quadrant that Voyager was in and right here at home 
in the here and now. So, you know, it, it, and it was a good read. And it was one of those when she realized that she went looking for the other three, brought them home, and I literally back to back to back. You know what? They uh, did. And that's yeah. not the first time that they did that. Somebody wrote books to span a, a, a time frame between one of the next generation movies and the next. And it was a book on each cast member. It was a book that basically covered each character from this point to this point. And I had to buy, I found I found the first one of those at Goodwill, realized there's the number on the side, and I went looking. I managed to find the whole series at Goodwill, and I spent a whopping $10 on it. But yeah, read all of those back to back to back to back right. to back. And but those I, are some of the novels that I won't give back to Goodwill. Those are some of the ones that I'll keep claiming I will read again, even though I probably won't. Well, and see, that's, that. I and again, that still maintains the conversation of the cult, the movie cult versus the books and everything else. Because oh, there's got, just there are people out there that will not watch a Harry Potter movie because they read the books and the books are better. So I mean, I get it. I and it's a to each his own kind of thing. Yes. Go have a good time. Um, but that's that's where the word fan came from. It's actually short for the fanatic. word fanatic. Yeah, I uh, I hear you. And, and I see. I'm I'm, I, I'm on board with so many different things. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just. It, I just it it blows my mind that people can be God this sounds so bad and so to be that closed minded to a franchise because everybody that talks about their hatred hatred for prequels and this and that and the other and I'm like I didn't hate it I don't hate them well I appreciated the moments that I liked I liked for the moments that I liked. I've the things that I wasn't the biggest fan of, I just roll my eyes and go, I hate this part, and wait for the good stuff. But I mean, I've enjoyed, Welcome to Titanic. <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed watching a whole group of people get introduced to it. And some of them have gotten introduced to it with the newer stuff, and they've backtracked yes. to watch the older stuff. So, I mean, and that's that's a lot of fun. And for me, anyway, because I'm a fan of it. And it's an awful lot of fun to realize that, you know, hey, my daughter watched this movie and has now decided to backtrack right so and I'm, I'm hoping for those moments too because it'll be fun but I also my daughter has probably watched more star trek movies and not give a flying rat's ass about any of them uh but she did it because that's what i wanted to do at the time but she can actually tell you quite a bit about the franchise so that's i expect i'm hoping whatever my daughter gets herself into I'm going to hopefully pique her interest with the Star Wars franchise at some point. At some point, now that Disney has it, they're going to do something fun and exciting and get kids engaged with the characters. And I know there are Star Wars people that are going to hear this and go, I will kill you where you stand if anybody at Disney ever hears this podcast. Because I want there to be a kid-friendly animated Star Wars cartoon. And I don't mean Clone Wars and Rebels because those had an edge. No, no, no. I want something just pure, unadulterated, fun. Let's get the kids involved. Like Marvel has an edge. But Disney, Disney Jr. has a Spidey and his amazing friends with a bunch of other superheroes. And nobody ever gets hurt. They just do a little fun side quest. I need a Star Wars version of that so I can immerse my kid in it. So when she's ready, I can go, pow! So when Star Trek, the original series, went off, went out of production, they did an animated series. And it came on on your late Saturday morning cartoons. What? Yes, there is a Star Trek, the original series, cast, animated series, and it's, it's old. You can tell when you, when you pull it up and see it, it's old. Uh, it dates back to my childhood. I actually used to watch that. Uh, which it, and I told people at work just the other day, if it happens in space, you have my attention. So, um, I'm fans of a lot of different things: Firefly, Battlestar Galactica, both of them. I mean, there's, there's to me, if it happens in space, I'm going to give it at least three episodes before I give up on it. <laughs> but oh, dude, y'all, I wish y'all could see this. He is in his phone looking this up right now. Also, his dog that hates. Any human that doesn't live in this house is is right up next to me, so I've got to be very very still at the moment because she's she's like checking me out. Oh, she's done now. Well, we that was an interesting moment right there. 
it, Y'all don't got, understand. We have the dogs with us because that's about the only way they'll stay quiet because it's nap time. Sleeping baby upstairs. And so we brought the dogs with us. And both of his dogs, I'm not going to use the word skittish, but both of his dogs are leery of pretty much anybody new. And I've been coming over here quite a bit. And we've got one in the corner. Just she, She's been looking at me interestingly today, kind of like smiling. But the other one... Just really, just on her own, walked over here and took a took a, took a little look around. Are we really going to do a play by play right now? These folks. No, well, I just you got so in, in, enthralled with the whole fact that there's a Star Trek cartoon out there that I decided to fill it. You know, I hate dead air for unless record, I want to use it for a purpose. For the record, they're on DVD. Yeah, I know they're actually on one of my streaming networks too. I also I was gonna say the the Prime Video that you don't have for Deadpool uh, Star Trek series is on that for Prime Video so you might want to see if you can get your buddy set uh, you up. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to, <laughs> have to, have make to that ask some call. questions. Guess who I'm going camping with next weekend? No! I'm gonna have to make some questions. There it is. Make some questions. I'm gonna have to ask some questions. All right, folks. Okay, you know what? Don't send Josh any unneeded emails at work. Uh, We're not recapping. Just hit the button. Be careful. Don't no really. No, that's not I who we are. That's okay. not who we are. All right, don't be they, a dick. Don't yes, be a dick. Absolutely. Later, y'all.